Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Hey guys, welcome to the mother-daughter journey. Hi everyone, welcome back. So today, we are going to talk about healthy boundaries and how to communicate healthy boundaries with one another. Ooh. I know, right? I feel like we've Juicy. been leading up to this for a while now. We've kind of drizzled it throughout some of our other conversations. So it's weird to say I'm excited. <laughs> about boundaries? To talk about boundaries. Because <laughs> I am. No, because I, I think boundaries are like the ultimate in living a healthy, happy life. Yeah, I agree, K-Dog. And, and I'm excited too because next season we're going to be interviewing specialists or experts in all of these different topics that we talk about and I just love the girl that we're going to interview for boundaries so So the whole topic just gets me all excited we're just pumped up and when we talk about boundaries creating healthy boundaries in your life there are so many different areas and ways that it needs to be done right so we're going to talk about emotional and mental boundaries because that is what is most often applied to relationships right when you're working on relationships but other boundaries what we're going to talk about the tools can definitely be applied to creating other boundaries in your life whether they're physical boundaries sexual boundaries workplace boundaries you know being able to draw the line between this is a a workplace conversation this is not a workplace conversation those kinds of things financial boundaries like those are hard to make boundaries are just hard to communicate and make in all aspects of your life. I mean, they are when you first start practicing. When you them, first right? start practicing. When you first them. start doing it, especially if you're somebody who tries to avoid conflict or if you have the personality where you just like people to be happy around you, all of those things. So, yes. And so I guess I should say, I, I'm glad you put it that way because it is hard to create boundaries in any area of your life if you are somebody who struggles with creating boundaries in general well i think because it's if you are somebody who struggles with self-esteem and self-love and self-worth yes right because that is really where it stems from creating healthy boundaries with others starts by creating healthy boundaries with yourself and recognizing that you're worth setting those boundaries right that you saying to somebody hey, for our relationship to be healthy and for me to feel safe in this relationship, I need this from you. To be able to say that and not feel like you're being a burden or why would they make the effort to do that for me? It's not worth it. I'm not even going to bother asking. Or if you, not sure what I'm trying to say, but... It it starts with acknowledging and recognizing that you're worth the work. Yes, that you're worth... To maintain and manage boundaries. Healthy boundaries. Yes. So I'm glad you said that too, because a healthy boundary, in my opinion, right, the way I I consider it is something that you put in place to make sure you feel safe in a relationship. Or happy. Yes. Right? We've talked about Valued, honored, and safe. Yes. We've talked about your happiness being your own responsibility. And a lot of times maintaining that happiness 
comes with boundaries. Right. Not just maintaining happiness, but maintaining your mental well-being. Mental well-being. That's the yes, that's the phrase I was thinking of. So, gosh, there's just so much <laughs> when it comes to boundaries. Because now I'm like, so yeah. When it comes to your mental well-being, you have to know it's okay to make boundaries. Like, I have so much to say. <laughs> that is not shocking, everybody. Uh, okay. <laughs> so go with let's, your let's little... back it up yeah, a little. Go with your little definition, because we all know that's what you like to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, healthy boundaries define what is appropriate behavior in our relationships. Behavior that keeps both parties safe. Setting healthy boundaries is crucial for self-care, and positive relationships, right? And just so that you guys know where I took this from, I took it from an article written on positivepsychology.com, written by, uh, hold on, what is his name again? Yeah, you can put it in the show notes. I will. I'll put it in the show notes, but because it is a really good article to read if you're looking at healthy boundaries. So to follow up this whole thing, I'll put that in the show notes, guys. But that's the basic definition of boundaries as we're referring to it when it comes to relationships. Right. Particularly the mother-daughter relationship. And particularly, if we're going to get, you know, particular, the particular transitioning mother-daughter relationship. Right. Because those boundaries go from the parental unit setting the boundaries to both sides yes. setting boundaries and that being okay. And that being okay. Right. Yeah. Setting boundaries with your parent is something that seems uh, counterintuitive is not the right word. It's, I mean, what it is, is there's that Intimi- trans- It's intimidating. It's intimidating. And there's that transition of time where, you know, we talk about, or Abigail just talked about you being worth it. Are you recognizing that you're worth setting that boundary? But when you're setting it with your parent and you're just transitioning from that teen middle school, teen, college, adult, Mm -hmm. there's the whole, well, you're not supporting yourself and now you are supporting yourself and that transition and how can that be made comfortably? Like there's always going to be uncomfortable moments in that transition. Right. And I guess for you and I talking about this, what we would like to get across is to keep the relationship healthy or to have it productive is to learn how to effectively and compassionately communicate those boundaries without the drama or the harsh fear without well I mean you still might have the fear but without the harsh words without the resentment don't let it get to the point of where you're projecting can you elaborate on that a little more so I'll just use an example that I have with my mom okay right it took me a very 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 long time to even think that I could draw boundaries in that relationship. We're not talking 20s, 30s. We're, we're talking like 40s before I mm-hmm. even started to pull any boundaries in that relationship because my mom is a very strong-willed individual and she does a lot for you. Like She makes decisions in her life that she's going to sacrifice a ton for, for you. Well, and it didn't help either that you were struggling with your own self-worth. Correct. Most of, your, most of that time that you're talking about. Well, I mean, in that... A lot of that came from, one, my personality and that I internalized, two, that I I suffered from a mental disorder, and three, that, you know, I was raised in a household where there was some unhealed parenting happening, right? right? Let's just call it what it was. So yes, I was struggling 
with my own, with loving myself. So it took me a long time to get to the point where I loved myself enough to even talk about boundaries. And because it took so long, there was a lot of resentment. There was a lot of projecting on, well, I don't love myself. I feel this way about myself. So they must feel that way about me. My mother, that's what my mother thinks of me because I thought it of me. Some of those things she did think, right? Some of the things she did think, but not all of them. And there was anger and resentment and easier just to either go with the flow or lie. Okay. Right? Or not, I shouldn't say lie, but just not let, just not share. Hide. Just, yeah, hide. Thank you. Hide. And so if you can learn early on in your relationship how to articulate your needs as far as boundaries concerned in a compassionate, productive way, a lot of hurt and relationship damage can be avoided as opposed to just hiding and bending and trying to please because becoming a doormat well i mean yes to some extent (laughs) but there's that whole honor thy mother and father thing and yes you should honor your mother and your father but that doesn't mean that you relinquish control it doesn't mean you stop honoring yourself in the process yeah i mean your whole life at some point is your own it becomes your own in all Mm. facets of the world you make decisions for yourself and so Honoring your mother and father does not mean relinquishing control of your life and your decisions and where you want to live and how you want to live and what you want to believe in. I would argue that from the very beginning, your life is your own. So we're talking about the maturing relationship for a mother and daughter, right? Specifically, because that's when things really, really start to get sticky. And when communication is more vital than ever to really hone and to, to make sure that relationship flourishes at the potential it can because... It can really freaking flourish, guys. But that doesn't mean that... She's such a sass mouth. (laughs) Anyway. But that doesn't mean that just because... Like, if you have younger children, if you're listening to this and you have younger children and you're not necessarily at that point where they're maturing and becoming adults and finding their own way, I would still like to to throw out there to be mindful of they might set a boundary and just because they're a child right if they set an emotional boundary and they don't they might not even recognize us what they're doing but if they say to you that makes me sad I don't like that's a boundary they're setting as a as a child and so recognizing that and honoring it and saying thank you for telling me how you feel I will be more mindful and try not to right so teaching them from the beginning that it's okay to set those boundaries with you even though you're the adult even though you're the parent try to be aware or recognize when your child no matter what age is setting an emotional boundary with you because and I think it happened to both of us if I'm being honest I think when we were younger if we tried to set an emotional boundary it was poo-pooed or rejected or ignored because we were just children and to some extent yes yes it was and i i think that helped to start the i'm not worth this boundary yeah no you're right i think you're right i'll use the example to try to explain what you're saying is how everybody called you princess it wasn't like you weren't called princess in the respect of oh you're such a princess you're beautiful you're this you can you were called princess in the brat in the, yes, I need everything to be so particular and you all just need to bend to my will because I'm the princess. It was right. a negative connotation to it. And if you had voiced, if we had listened to you when you voiced that you didn't like it, instead of just thinking like, oh, she's just being a dramatic child, mm-hmm. that would have sent the message to you that we respected your feelings, right? That it's just what it was about, about respecting your feelings. 
Right. I can actually use another example in our family as my younger cousin, right? She was very, uh, is very, she's got a lot of energy. Oh my goodness, yes. She is so high energy and she's always been high energy. She's just full of life, that one. And sometimes, it almost, sometimes when she was younger, you could kind of compare her to the Tasmanian devil, right? Like definitely leaving a wake of destruction in her path of just loving life and, and having fun. and Exactly being vibrantly beautiful. But we came up with a term in the family that was, we called her the tessinator. You've been testified. Or you've been testified. Or like we we turned her name into a, a noun or a, or a, ver- a, a verb. verb. Yeah. yeah, right? A verb. A verb. And for a long time, she didn't say anything. But then she started to. She started to be like, I don't like that. That makes me feel bad. And for a while, we ignored it. Not very long, Not very long. We we had learned our lesson from from you, right? Right. And we did. The family honored that boundary. Like, it it only took a couple times of her saying, I don't like the way that this makes me feel. And she she was like 10. Yes, 10. At the time, too. So she was a young child. Right. And I'm hoping, consequently... That by us honoring that boundary with her, that she got a little boost to her, like, okay, my feelings are valid. Right. My emotions and my feelings are valid. And people listen to me and they should listen to me, mm-hmm. which we didn't, the family didn't give you that same consideration. And it's not just, oh my God, my family, they didn't give me that consideration. They're the worst. That's just something that we as a society have kind of forgotten, right? Like children should be seen and not heard and respect your elders and honor thy mother and father, right? We almost send this message of, well, you're a child, so your feelings aren't valid. Well, well, we send a message. Or they're less important than mine. I don't even know if that's the message we're trying to send. I think it's... the message we're getting. (laughs) Right. I can only speak for myself, really. But I think it's mother knows best, right? Mother knows Knows best. best. Yes. (laughs) What is that from, Rapunzel? It's from Tangled. Tangled. My favorite princess Disney movie. Yes. So there is that, you know, mother knows best kind of attitude. And I will bring it to another song from like one of my very favorite female artists, Pink, who someday... I'm going to put it out there in the universe. I want to interview on this podcast. (laughs) Please. But she has a song where she says in it, what is the name of the song? What I know so far, what I've learned so far. I don't know. You know Pink much better than I do. Yes, I do. And this is going to drive me crazy because I listen to this song all the time. What I know so far from Pink. Okay. In her song, there's a, a part where... She basically says, nobody knows. Nobody knows what we're doing. We're all just, this is what I know so far. I can't tell you how to fly. I can't tell you how to act. I can just show you how to like live life fully because this is what I know so far. So mothers don't always know best. Like that attitude of I've lived more life than you. So I know best. So don't question me or, you know, I'm just just don't question me because I'm the mother. But or just, you know, oh, I'm calling you princess and I don't mean anything by it. So you should know that I don't mean anything by it. It's not validating your reality. Right. Right. Like for Tessa's reality, that was making her not feel good about herself. And whether we meant it, she interpreted it as demeaning. Right. And that is not how we meant it. It was an endearing. Not. It was an endearing thing for us. Like, oh, look at this. She Our just own like, personal little Tasmanian devil. Like, right? she just is so full of life that you know she just leaves all of this in her wake, and it's fabulous. I wish we could all live that way. I know, but she didn't take it that way. Her no. reality was it was a negative thing, right? And so you know, kind of step out of her own way 
we've we had this conversation just this is what I heard is that what you meant like just because it's not what you meant you still have to take a step back and say oh that's what they heard no god no it's not what I meant right so yes And and that's where the boundary work kind of really starts. And so if you are like us and you have found yourself either in adolescence or an adult and you're like, holy crap, I have no idea how to set a healthy boundary with somebody else because I've just let people, I've just enabled people to treat me however they want to treat me my entire life, right? We, we have to own that to a degree we've allowed. Absolutely. Right? Setting a healthy boundary for yourself emotionally is saying, I love myself enough and I am worth putting this out there, setting this boundary, and I am worth other people's effort to meet that boundary. Yes. That being said, you do need to learn how to communicate those boundaries compassionately and productively as opposed to how I was communicating them out of resentment and projecting my own negative self feelings Mm -hmm. on other people as I was trying to set them like screaming from the rooftop about a boundary that is legitimate is not going to be honored it's not going to actually yeah it's not going to be productive it's not going to be productive it's not going to help your relationship the point of setting a boundary is not just about you it's about you being able to have a better relationship with the other party right right it's a boundary that you need for yourself to be honored so that you can be happy and fulfilled but also because the lack of that boundary is hurting your relationship because in consequence you are resenting yes. and having anger to the other person right like that little definition i threw out earlier from the positive psychology.com behavior that keeps both parties safe right it's talking about both parties in a relationship so so how do yeah. you communicate yeah I was compassionately just say that. so how so how do we do this <laughs> communicate effectively and compassionately a I, boundary i gotta say setting boundaries or communicating boundaries compassionately is the perfect opportunity to really practice eye terminology right so this is one yes. of those communication tactics that is more or less well-known, right? Use I wording instead of you. Don't put the blame on, don't say you made me feel this way, you did this, you did that, because that's not going to be received. No. Well, right? It's just, it's going to be... It, cu- it comes off attacking. It comes off attacking, and it's just going to turn into resentment on their end. Right. And so this is the perfect time to sit and say, okay... If you find yourself needing to set a boundary in a relationship you currently have, let's say with your mother, because that's what what we're we're talking about. So I at one point needed to set a boundary with K-Dog here that she needed to let me fall, for lack of a better phrase. Yes. Right? I, I, I needed to fall. You know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, fall is not the right word. You needed more freedom it's it's i needed to make my own mistakes right yes kids we, we all need there to make go. our own mistakes there you go and i needed to learn how to communicate that to her so she one didn't think i was attacking like you said two i didn't want her to feel like what i was saying was i don't need you right i didn't want her to take it in a way that was not what i was trying to say right because i i needed her but i needed her to step back that needed to come across when I set the boundary. Right. So saying, okay, all right, mom, 
This is where I'm coming from. I am feeling like you don't think I am capable of standing back up on my own because I haven't had the freedom to make my own mistakes since my first bout of suicidal ideation. Which is oversimplifying. She clearly did have some room to make her own mistakes, but not... But freely, she didn't feel like she could talk about them. But if you like the way I presented that was this is what I need from you because this is how I feel. Right. And she also said she validated my feelings. I understand why Mm -hmm. you feel the need to kind of hold that control. I understand that you're you're a mama bear. Well, you're a mama bear. (laughs) I understand you're afraid. I I can understand that my past actions and our past experiences together would make you hesitant to let go right and did that happen overnight did I you know Mm -mm. respect that boundary immediately no well no I didn't I, I mean I tried and that's the other thing about setting boundaries right especially compassionately you're changing a behavior pattern yeah with that boundary you're reprogramming and we're not computers. We don't just change the coding and then the reprogram takes effect. You like restart it and boop, you're good. Right. Right. Like we're human beings. It's and- like saying you're going to get up at 530 every day to exercise when you normally get out of bed at 730. You may be able to reprogram that behavior, mm-hmm. but it's not going to happen overnight. There's going to be no. days where you're like, snooze button, snooze button. Yeah. And at first there are going to be more days than there aren't with the snooze button. Right. And that's the same when it comes to setting boundaries right? or, or receiving, a, I guess, in this instance, receiving a set boundary from somebody else. You need to allow yourself, if you're the receiver of the boundary or the other party, if you were the setter of the boundary, you need to allow them some grace and patience in the reprogramming process. Right. And understand that this is an emotionally charged relationship. And so there's going to be times when people are reacting to you not respecting their boundary or or you're going to react to them setting a boundary that's going to have some emotion behind it. Right. Right. So getting comfortable with emotions and being able to say, "Ooh, we're really heated right now. Let's talk about this in another few days Mm -hmm. and revisit it when we're not so emotional about it and being able to put it away and move on is a really good tactic. Another thing I thought of in regards to this that I want to throw out before I forget is... She's got the finger up like, hey, I got something to say. I know, I was like, I got a point. (laughs) (laughs) If you, if somebody is setting a boundary with you, it was something K-Dog just said about like your reaction to having a boundary set might not be the best. And which is totally understandable. Like again, we're human beings. Change is not easy and it's not something that happens again overnight Overnight. but if somebody somebody sets a boundary with you and your like your initial response internally you have a negative reaction to that boundary being set instead of reflecting or projecting that negative emotion outwards to the person setting the boundary I ask that you actually sit with that first and figure out why you're having such a negative reaction is it that it's an unrealistic boundary to be set and that's why you're upset or is it that there is something that is a boundary that maybe you haven't set for yourself and you feel like you deserve as well and so you're a little angry that somebody else is setting a boundary with you that you're unable to set for yourself it's a possibility it's definitely a possibility 
And I think that's good advice in all aspects when we're talking about the mother-daughter relationship. Like any emotionally charged relationship is think don't before you speak, right? right. Like think before you speak. Knee-jerk reactions never result in anything productive. Mm-mm. Most times they result in hurt. It's like setbacks, actually. <laughs> yes, hurt and setbacks. So when you're talking about setting boundaries or receiving boundaries you know, kind of sitting and reflecting on what it is you're trying to say or what you are receiving is okay, right? Mm -hmm. For Abigail and I at that particular time, I honestly, I can't remember how I reacted to it at the time when she said it to me. I think she said it in such a way that I was open to hearing it, but I'm pretty sure I did say, like, I need to think about this. Well, I think you also called that an unfair ask, right? So you had previously set the boundary with me not too much before this of okay it's unfair of you to not be making the moves to to work right to to work on the things that need to be worked on and so you were like well that's also unfair to ask me of that right that was your initial reaction is well that's an unfair ask I'm I'm your mother of course I'm going to be overprotective well in that particular instance but it wasn't an unfair ask. It wasn't an unfair ask. It wasn't. In that particular instance that we're talking about, you, when we're talking about letting you make your own mistakes, at that particular point in time, your own mistakes that you were talking about, though, wasn't just a matter of you paying the price of that mistake. I also paid the price of that mistake in terms of the care that you needed as you were recovering from sure. the emotional backlash of the decision so at the time I I probably did respond that way where it's unfair it wasn't unfair of you to ask that but it's kind of like there's a saying out there not the saying but I've heard a conversation where actually I think it's in our communication course that we that we took where it was telling your parents that your sexual preference isn't heterosexual right and you and you've had you take five years to say, okay, yep, I'm, I've come to grips with the fact that I'm, I'm not. And now I want to tell my parents. And so I sit down and I tell my parents and they don't react well as soon as you told them. Mm-hmm. Well, you've had five years to get used to the idea and you've given them five, five minutes. Five years and then some, right? right? Like you're- and you've given them five minutes. You want them to react like 100% the way you want them to react when they've only had five minutes to get used to the idea. And that was the same case for me in that mm-hmm. instance, right? Like it was a legitimate boundary for you to set. Right. And you needed to set it. You needed it to be able to grow. And I needed you to set it in order for me to be able to grow. And Right. But you had been thinking about it for months. How am I going to say it? What's the best way for me to say it? And then I had five minutes, right? And so and, that's, I think that's what we're trying to say yes, here. Right. The point is, if you're the one setting the boundary, you need to have some patience, patience and compassion and compassion for the person receiving it because you're asking them to make a big change. You're asking them to change the way they've approached your relationship your entire lives in like mother daughter cases, right? Mm-hmm. You're asking them to change, change the way that they've looked at you, like the way that they've envisioned you their perception of your relationship, you're asking them to change a lot. And if you're the person receiving the boundary, definitely take some time to sit with it before you react. And I also want to say that if somebody is setting a boundary, an emotional boundary with you, that's not 
how do I want how do I want to say this is the real question. If somebody is setting an emotional boundary with you, that is not a negative reflection on you as a person. Oh, good point. Right. Good point. So just because somebody says, you know, the way things are working in our relationship right now is not working for me. That doesn't mean you're a bad mother or daughter or friend or partner or whatever. The or case. insert whatever. Insert. Yeah. Here. It just means that the other party has recognized some self-worth. They've recognized an aspect of the relationship that is not working for them. And they deem you somebody that they want to keep in their life. They've deemed this relationship something that they want to work on, that they want to flourish. And so actually, if somebody is setting a boundary with you, I would almost take it as a compliment. Take it as this person thinks I am worth the work. Worth her time. Worth her time. Worth the time to sit down and communicate this with me so that we can move forward in a better manner together. So that's actually a good thing. Agreed. Agreed. But I think we tend to be like me anyway, right? I'll speak for myself. In the past, if somebody had set a boundary with me, I would have internalized that as me to have done something wrong like ugh, I, I wasn't good enough I've been doing this wrong the whole time and right and really it's just a manner of life changes it's fluid right people are growing things are exactly. changing and what used to work for them doesn't work anymore because of who they're becoming or now they're able to vocalize that it's not working right. and they weren't before so there's a whole lot more to boundaries oh, and there's God. boundary coaching and none of this is easy but I think really what we want to get across with this topic, you know, without beating a dead horse, is one, you are worth setting boundaries. Your feelings are valid. Mm -hmm. The other person's feelings are valid. Yes. Their reality is not your reality. And so if they're telling you they feel a certain way and they need a boundary, even if you don't agree, it is their reality. And if you care about them, you need to respect and care about how whatever this action that is occurring makes them feel. You also have the right to sit back and think about that boundary. Mm -hmm. How does that boundary make me feel? Why is it triggering me in either way? Is it triggering me negatively? Is it triggering me positively? Like, like why? Like, look at it Mm -hmm. before you continue with the conversation. Conversations don't have to be like we're sitting down now and it's resolved in 10 minutes and it's over. We're not going to talk about it again. Somebody can set a boundary and you can say, okay, thank you for telling me this. I need to sit with this and process how I'm going to move forward with this new information in our relationship. And then revisit it and discuss it some more in a productive way. I statements. Mm-hmm. That's super important in any relationship. Anytime you're trying to communicate compassionately, right? Anytime you're trying to communicate, how does it make you feel? I feel this way, not you did this to me or you make me feel, but no, I feel. Mm-hmm. That's pretty key in the communication world, especially emotionally charged relationships. Oh, yeah. Realize that relationships are changing. They ebb and they flow and boundaries and things of that nature are going to change with time like nothing stagnant. Mm-hmm. boundaries can be created down the line or they could be taken back right with right. the ebb and flow I could have created a boundary with you today and in two years I'm like you know what we don't, we don't have to I'm fine whatever whatever the case may be I have worked through whatever was triggering me in regards to that boundary that I set and exactly. now it doesn't mean anything to me and, and so yeah exactly right? right in the instance of our niece she may get to the point of where she's like, hey, yeah, I am. I am a ball of energy. And I am like, I love this about myself. And when mm-hmm. I come into the room, like, woo, 
people notice. Yep. She might be like, start calling herself, you know? Hey, right. I'm the testinator. Look at me. <laughs> and and so I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so things change. Boundaries are healthy. And especially in a maturing mother-daughter relationship, the role of I'm the mother I know best because I said so. This is my house, my rules, which, hey, I respect that. But if you're living in a space together, there's got to be boundaries on both sides if you want to have mutual respect in a close relationship. Like you need to listen to how each other feel. Yes. And talk it through. Exactly. And then the last point I want to reiterate before we uh, wrap this up is that try to be aware when somebody, anybody, no matter what age, sets a boundary with you, right? So they might not be like, hey, I have a boundary I need to set, right? And it might not be straightforward, but try to pay attention to when people are telling you how things make them feel. They're setting a boundary. And if you don't honor that, they will feel undervalued. And it'll be harder for them to set boundaries with you in the future. Right. And honoring that doesn't necessarily mean, especially when you're talking about a child under your care, honoring that boundary doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to go exactly the way the child wants. No. Right? But recognizing that they're sharing a feeling with you Mm -hmm. and using verbiage of, oh, I understand that you feel that way or, oh, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but let me explain to you why. Right. Right. So that they can also learn how to value your feelings. Like having these conversations early on where you're respecting each other's feelings and validating each other's feelings, even if you don't agree that they should feel that way, teaches value. I hate that. Should feel that way. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) But the whole thing of like, that's not what I meant. Right. Right. If that's not what I meant to say, then in my head, you shouldn't feel the way that that you're feeling because it's not what I meant. So I guess am I like elaborating that? Uh, Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like just validate feelings. Right. Even if you don't, I, I guess not should, even if you don't understand them, that's the better way to say it. Not that they shouldn't feel that way, but that okay, you don't thank you. Underst- yes, that feels much better. That you don't understand the feelings. Even if you can't understand where that feeling is coming from, recognize it as a valid feeling. Yes. Does that sound Acknowledge better? Acknowledge it, recognize it, validate it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, we are going to wrap it up for today, folks. And honestly, this is such a a difficult subject just like everything else we talk about that in by no means is completed and we will definitely be revisiting it in the future and as always thanks for listening and talk to you soon bye everyone thanks for joining us on our journey today if you liked what you heard and are looking for more Make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media. See you next time.